Hello and welcome to Lion City Rock, the only music podcast in Singapore that talks about music from Singapore. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Lah. It's all you need. Yeah, lah. the whole podcast. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. This is the only one you need um, because this is the only one that features uh, my very good co-host, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. <laughs> Hello, Kevin. Yeah, and, and myself, of course. My name is Chris. And we're recording this from two very different secret locations. Um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. so secret that we don't even know where we are. I mean, I'm looking at his background right now. It's a very strange, it's a very strange uh, <laughs> uh, cityscape that he has. So I yeah. think, I think it, you know, he's probably in some kind of futuristic town right now. It's a monument to guitar. Ah, I see. Guitar town. Yeah. Guitar down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my background is a monument to to strat, strategy and uh, <laughs> strategy strategies and uh, <laughs> development. That's a nice department. name. <laughs> strategy caster. Yeah, strategy caster. <laughs> anyway, okay, so what are we doing today? <laughs> well, before we go again to the thing proper, we just want to tell everybody thank you very much for pushing us. Uh, over the five thousand download Yay, limit. Yay! We 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 are we are on our way I, to five thousand one hundred. Woohoo! Ten k here we come. Ten k here we come, man. We that's our KPI for this uh F, this coming FY. So we need to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to really we need to really make that mark. Otherwise, we, uh, one, we don't get one our final quarter. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't get our annual bonuses. Yeah. Um, so please, if you guys can uh, can help exactly. us, tell tell a friend, share this podcast with anybody and everybody you can think of. You know, whoever yeah. you meet, just ask, tell them, Lion City Rock, go to Spotify and find out. And write it down for them, spell it out for them, do whatever you can to to get this podcast out. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, the whole idea of this podcast, we really wanted it to be a kind of record of the Singapore music scene, uh, past and present, and, and possibly yeah. for the future as well. So yes, um, yep. yeah. So if you can, you can be part of that uh, history and heritage building and legacy building as well, just by doing a small part and telling everybody. And if you want yeah. to, um, you know, help us grow the podcast even more, we'll 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 we're probably gonna need a bit more help in the coming coming years. So, uh, but we need to pay this kind of help, and we we can't afford to pay them at the moment. <laughs> but if you if you want, you just uh, you know drop a uh, drop a little <laughs> drop a little uh, one buck into our copy our copy fund we like to call it in the donation link at the bottom. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, it, it's good. It's it's good that you explain that because I I I don't know why some people might start uh, sending us uh, intern applications. Intern applications, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you can you yet. can send it intern applications just that the interns won't get the interns will be working for uh, fresh air love and, and all that yeah 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 sure. um but yeah uh it's it's just uh yeah just if you can uh, just help to support this because you know even <laughs> speaking airspace, of working for fresh air yeah <laughs> that's a nice segue <laughs> yeah man working for fresh air right talk about the who was who we're talking to man yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so this week uh this this episode is slightly different um we we have a guest but we had to pre-record the the interview um mm. because this person is very very busy and and why is he very very busy uh kevin oh he's busy working for free i don't, I don't know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right no no, no. 
Yeah, no, anyway, so he's one of the co-organizers uh, for this uh, festival, formerly known as ASEAN Music Showcase Festival, but now known as either ASEAN Festival or ASEAN Festival. ASEAN. Or whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, according to him. <laughs> A-S-E-A-N Festival. A-X-E-A-N Festival. Yeah. A-X, not S. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, literally, it's basically a Southeast Asian... Yes. To all, in, all intents and purposes. Uh, Southeast yeah. Asian indie, uh, indie pop rock festival, festival. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Correct. And oh, this is yeah. happening at the end of the month, uh, 28th and 29th October at yeah. the Goodman Art Centre. Goodman yeah. Art Centre. So basically, um, just, just a very quick thing, they have about 50 artists coming down to play. And mm. because it's a festival, of course, there'll be food and, and drinks and stuff like F&B as well. Over yeah, there. they've done quite a lot of tie-up with mm. F&B. Yeah, like Meat Smith and a whole bunch of other... <laughs> names integral right I mean it's integral for most festivals <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's important right yeah. yeah because I think what they, they I mean you know just a just a quick thing I mean they're going to be just showcasing a whole bunch of acts throughout the whole day uh, starting in the afternoon yeah. all the way through the 10.30 at night um, on, on both days so yeah like, you can just basically stay there and enjoy a whole uh, variety of music, not just yeah. from, from Singapore, yeah. but from countries uh, around the region, um, like and, like Philippines. Uh, who else? And I and I assume you're not prevented from leaving. And no, back. no, no! You're not prevented from leaving. <laughs> you can. I mean, I, I mean, I think, I think, I think, somewhere in between, I, I did, uh, I, I did ask whether we could go out and have lunch and then come back, uh, yes. go and have dinner and come back again, yes. or something. Something very important to yeah. us. Yeah, but 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 the <laughs> yeah, must be able to go and makan. Otherwise, cannot make it. Also, oh, because it's at Goodman Centre. No, the yeah, thing yeah. is, if it's at Goodman Centre, um, you know, there's so there's the the variety of of yeah, outlets it's around. Good, so quite good location. Yeah, yeah you know. Quite accessible. Yeah. And uh, and again, places, yeah. the bands are coming from countries like Malaysia, uh, Philippines, mm. Indonesia, Thailand, yeah. um, even branching out further afield to South Korea, Hong Kong. Um, you know, we've got places like uh, Cambodia, Vietnam, Brunei. Uh, where else? India. India. France. <laughs> France, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw France. Somewhere, yeah, yeah. So. France. Um, so, yep. So great. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the second edition that they're having here in Singapore. The first one was held last year at um, Hopa Villa, another interesting oh. location. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And right. um, <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, with such a huge, hefty lineup, you know, you might be thinking like, oh dear, it's just gonna cost me a lot of money. Uh, the answer is no. No, not not at all. Because the they have a very interesting scheme which should we will be discussing as well. It's a pay cause you want ticketing system. <laughs> yeah. There's no yeah. minimum amount even. That's the yeah. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> it's a pay what uh, pay pay cause you want to la. If you don't want to, I mean you can just turn up at the venue. I don't think there'll be like armed security guards stopping you from entering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But unless, anyway, unless you unless you want to be frisk, then it's different. 
Well, then, 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 then you shouldn't be a Goodman Art Center. You should be going further down the street. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. No smut on this podcast. No smut here. No, we're Singaporeans. We don't talk about such things. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, lah. Let, enough of this rambling. Let's just get into the interview proper. I hope I'm not butchering his name. Um, Pia Pong. Anyway, we'll find yeah. out. <laughs> Okay, let's go. Okay, let's just get into it, yeah, shall we? Maybe we can talk a little bit about this, uh, just generally the whole uh, ASEAN music. Or how do you, how, uh, firstly, it's A-X-E-A-N, right? So how do you pre- is that pronounced? How does how's that? <laughs> Tell, teach that, me how to say it. Teach me. Oh, <laughs> the thing is... Um... We we let the reader or the fans determine that it could be ASEAN, it could be Axian, it could be whatever, but it is based from the word ASEAN as the Association of Southeast Asian Nations, right? Mm-hmm. So we started with using the name ASEAN Music Showcase Festival um, right. because we wanted to be very clear on our goals and also our vision to elevate the Southeast Asian you know, music industry and scenes. So right. we chose that name to represent that. But the thing is, because it is, you know, the name of the association and the organization. So we um, asked for official permission from them to use oh, their name. Okay. Right. Uh, but they rejected last year, uh, right after the event, to not use the name. Oh, okay. um, because okay. it does open a different kind of worms um, due to it being, you know, government um, related. Thus, mm-hmm. if another government agency or, you know, um, department were to be involved in the event and um, we're not officially affiliated with ASEAN, the association, um, it would not look good on them. So we decided, okay. yes, we should change the name. And uh, we use an X to represent or give meaning of, you know, crossing borders and also cross collaborations. Thus, the S became the X, but it's practically the same meaning. So, yeah. So just to be clear, there's no affiliation whatsoever with uh, ASEAN itself, apart from the fact that I guess the guests, are, the, musical, the musical performance are from all over the region. Singapore, yeah. Thailand, Malaysia, Philippines, Indonesia, and so on. Yeah, and actually uh, from anywhere in the world, um, mm-hmm. meaning that we'll be having artists from Japan, South Korea, okay. Taiwan, Hong Kong this year, and even India uh, for the second year. So, yeah, it is just a name, but we don't <laughs> want to cause any trouble. Okay. But. <laughs> It is very likely that they are going to affiliate with us um, due to David Sio. Um, oh, okay. My other co-founder was able to meet up with them um, in Seoul a few weeks ago and will be the representative of Singapore for the um, Korean ASEAN uh, Music Festival in Indonesia, um, which is the middle of October. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we'll discuss that to be officially affiliated, hopefully. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Um, I was just I was just going through your uh, your 
like a roster and stuff like that. Like so, mm. this is it looks it looks huge. Mm-hmm. It's like much bigger than I would have thought. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm uh, and also I mean of course and your team as well. It's like it's, it's like a whole uh, a small little platoon of uh, guys you have in your team. Yep, and we we are doing this pro bono. Well, the thing is, we all run our own like music companies, uh, music events, festivals. And um, we've met each other in showcase festivals, in conferences. And we were thinking like, hmm, why don't we have something similar in Southeast Asia to those kinds of events? I mean, yeah, if you know, there is Music Matters, Mm. but they cater more to the the big three, the major labels. And um, it's more corporate in, you know, in essence, in feeling. Yeah. So we wanted to create something that is more grassroots and for, you know, the local scenes. We're not about just, you know, big artists, but more like discovering new artists that you may like and you would be Mm -hmm. able to support them, you know, um, in their in their careers. Like truly. Well, uh, maybe we can also I mean, you mentioned each one of you has your own activity your own thing going on and this is actually yep. it seems to be a very big collaboration between everyone i mean you know not just you and the artists and stuff but amongst your your, your organizers the organizing oh team yeah as well mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you pull this what let me let me just quickly count this like 15 15 of you and your 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 artist list is already exceeding uh is twice that amount how does that work i mean you know who does what and and what how do you you as I guess the one of the main organizers. How do you pull everybody, all the different threads, all the different strings together? Um, David would always say I'm the glue that you know keeps us all together. Yeah, because when we first started, we started during mm. COVID. Um, so that was like um the beginning of 2020, and um it was after I organized my first uh Bangkok based music showcase festival called Bangkok Music City okay and that was in November and then the delegates and the artists were starting to talk and they were doing bookings and they're going to do tours and then COVID hit like everybody just did so um I was planning up this idea like hmm okay how do we do a regional thing and um can we do this in Bangkok? And this we do this for Bangkok Music City. Hmm. And one of us in the group said, like, why do we have to do this for, for your event? Let's do our own new event. Right. So okay. Okay. Let's okay. do a regional thing. Like, mm, that's a great idea. So let's do it. And then after a few months, he had to quit because he had a new job <laughs> that was really time consuming. Right. So he left. But um, we got another guy on board. Uh, which um, he's still with us now. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Satria from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to work together on a Fungjai Indonesia project. So my company in Thailand is called Fungjai. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, we started as a music streaming platform for independent musicians. Wow. But then grew into concert organizing, festival organizing, conferences, etc. cetera. Um, but everybody else, for example, Mak, uh, Makwai Hu from Malaysia, he runs mm. um, Soundscape, uh, which is a record label, but right. also Live Fact, which is a venue, 
and then uh, City Roars, a festival. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there's like MC and Ian who run The Rest is Noise in the Philippines. Right. Ian okay. also runs a PR agency that focuses a lot on um, on music and does regional PR. Um, MC is actually the head editor for um, Hip Hop DX Asia. Wow. And Satria runs a, a booking agency for probably 20 Indonesian artists now. He got a big roster. So and um, let's say for a Andrew in Cambodia, mm. so he runs Barame, which is a record label with one of the biggest hip hop artists in Southeast Asia right now called Vanda. Right. Wow. Okay. Getting everybody in the team already, I suppose, would be a would be a bit of a challenge. Very, very much, because we all live in different countries. So I guess it was all passion, um, or else we wouldn't be here till today. Mm. Um, and um, I guess when we meet up at these, you know, festivals and conferences, I would be the one, you know, drinking and getting drunk and partying with everyone, <laughs> and. Uh, that probably gave them a picture of like Pi is super friendly. And um, <laughs> I would nickname myself as Pi, the friendly Thai drunk guy, or the <laughs> okay. Pi, the friendly okay. drunk Thai. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we would meet online every week um, to discuss like, okay, how are we going to do it? Let's, uh, let's split up, recruit artists, recruit, um, delegates, mm. uh, people who should join. So because we are, you know, live so far away from each other, it's hard to meet up. And um, we all have to spare our time to work on this project. So we did not do an open application for artists. So right. a lot of, you know, music showcases, they would do that. Yeah. But it's because we don't have that much time to to work on it. So we do it on a curation basis. But it's also yeah. because um, the concept of a music showcase festival isn't really understood in our region. Uh, we don't really have much of that, mm. nor do we have an understanding of how an artist should see themselves as entrepreneurs and invest in themselves to go to these events. Yeah. Because actually, uh, a music showcase festival is an industry event. Um, it is more like a, an expo than a festival. But this is on the artist side. They are there mm. to excel in their careers, meet with people from the music business, try to find labels, try to find you know gigs and festivals to play at. So, and they're not paid, honestly. Okay. okay. Um, musicians that showcase that these festivals normally don't get paid at all and even have to pay for you know music equipment sound system lighting and stage um, in other countries so they actually are an industry event but for us we try to subsidize you know for the artists a little bit by providing the equipment the stage and everything mm. else but that um, is really really difficult because that's a big chunk of costs and we are investing our own money into it mostly david like he is putting his life savings in there maybe i guess i guess for a lot of people they don't actually understand that whole bit as well about the uh, remuneration for 
for artists and all because like even big festivals like like uh, say your South by Southwest and all that it a lot of it I mean practically everything is is the artist's own cost even like some of the big festivals like your Glastonbury's and stuff like that they don't actually provide you everything except the stage and and possibly your backline and, and if you're lucky you know a good room to <laughs> to get ready before you get on <laughs> yeah but for Glastonbury they try to pay the smaller artists as best as they could yeah. and um they would make the bigger artists take only 10% of their normal pay so mm, that they could support mm. the other artists so yeah. i i think it's a it's it's a better a better model than normal festivals but you need to brand yourself very heavily or people just need to understand uh who you are where you stand and right. what you're doing for the community for places like singapore where music as a career or even as a thing to do um is always seen as a kind of like a yeah what do you, you get your degree first then we think about maybe uh maybe doing music on the side you know you know what i mean it, it, it it's it's very much like that over here um it's not different it's not too different okay okay and um my background education is actually industrial engineering i got a bachelor and master degree in industrial engineering plus right. an mba right my parents are not supportive of music as a career <laughs> so the thing about thailand oh and um just to mention i am a music industry researcher so i write you know research papers right. for the government every now and then and i just finished writing a big big report i've been working on since december um to support the um initiation of a music export fund and a, a, a oh, music artist okay. export fund cool. so we don't have much or any support um in music for from the government at all but there are people in the government agencies like uh, the Creative Economy Agency whom mm -hmm. are trying to, you know, support music in a more constructive way instead of just like, hey, here's a festival or, hey, let we are going to export traditional Thai music. Right, Not right, like... yeah. So um, the thing about Thailand is because we speak the Thai language, but nobody else does except for, for Laos who have a very similar language yeah so we are kind of concealed in our own country thus um that's why we don't listen to you know foreign or international or english music too much mm -hmm. um secondly because the thai music industry um the market share for about like 60 to 80 percent is by only one company called gmm grammy I was going to say, yeah, oh. yeah, that one I've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they were around since like 1983, 84. Mm. And uh, they dominate the market. So the ones that you see who can, you know, make money and uh, make a living out of music are more on the mainstream side. But for the indie side, it's such a small, small portion of that, that who could actually, you know, make a living out of music. And there's only a few labels who have that kind of artist at right. the moment. Right, yeah. right. But they almost always have this group of fans that will go there. And they really, they, I mean, they are real true fans. Uh, they just support the band no matter what. They buy the merch. 
they buy the music or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I've studied a little bit about the Singaporean scene. Um, so the live houses or venues that you have are so expensive. And uh, back in the day, um, you know the RSC, do you? Which one? The RSC, the Rockstar. Oh, Rockstar um, Collective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the hardcore punk guys from the 90s, they had their own scene. But yeah, their um, a music scene needs the right ecosystem to flourish. Mm. It doesn't need to be like, oh, the government pours in money to, to, to make it flourish. But right. it just needs to have the right kind of ecosystem, the right kind of man mindset to flourish. Like, for example, K-pop. The government has put so much money into K-pop and hoped that it would trickle down to the smaller ones like the K-Indies. But actually, right. it didn't really do much for the K-Indies at all. Right. right. Because right. everybody is like focused on K-pop. The Koreans, um, domestically, they consume a lot of K-pop. Mm -hmm. um, my friends who are, you know, they run labels or they manage artists over there, they say that, it's really, really hard to tour Korea because there's pretty much just one place to, you know, feature indie bands, and that's like Hongdae. Right, uh, right, right. But now it seems a little bit better. I've seen a few bands like trying to do like tours up and down the country, but that's still minimal. And um, because you know Korean music is kind of pigeonholed into K-pop, so if you're from Korea and you work in music, oh, are you a K-pop star? It's like right, no. right. <laughs> but in in the in the kind of thing like for for Thailand itself, or, or maybe maybe there's some lessons that Singapore can learn from Thailand. Uh, it's hot, you know, is there an ecosystem there like that that we can uh, adapt and adopt over here in Singapore that we can you know use to help give these guys a, a bigger push? Uh, um, I guess it has to be both online and offline, right? Ah, okay. So let's start with the offline part because um, communities really gather and um, gain momentum from offline. Mm. Um, so venues are a very big part of an ecosystem. But in Singapore, um, from seeing like this, the the you know pay to play rent rental kind of yeah live houses it's kind of expensive um so that's kind of difficult and then um where else could these you know these bands perform at um i would say probably your festivals you have quite a few but mm -hmm. then artists they need to start from the bottom you know playing for friends and family close okay. you know close people they have to hone their craft before they can actually go public um, right. sometimes, right? So I guess need more venues and also make it easier to do live shows, whether it's like in a house party or something, mm. you know, mm. it, getting permits is is a pain in the butt for sure, <laughs> Yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, the, if the, you know, the neighbors don't like it, yeah, they'll call the yeah, cops on it. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, well, do anything to get more venues and more stages. Um, Indonesia, I love Indonesian's ecosystem. Um, for example, um, indie music is starts from like junior high, 
like uh, okay. seventh grade, right. for example. Right. So back in the day, um, in the 2000s till like the late 2010s, there was this magazine called Provoke Magazine. And mm -hmm. um, they would print up to like 90,000 copies of their magazine and send them off to high schools in four cities um, on Java Island. So Jakarta, wow. Jogja, Bandung, Surabaya. Right. And um, these schools, these high schools would have annual music festivals held by the students. And if you're an indie band and you want to break into the scene, you have to play at these festivals. Right, right. So the kids, they read about you, they mm -hmm. see you, they grow up, they work, make money, buy tickets for your show. Right, right. right. So that's Indonesia. For Thailand, um, yeah, we, we start with smaller, you know, bar gigs, for example. There are there are bars that are open to um, original music and for, mm -hmm. for independent bands. So you start your first shows there. Then you slowly, you know, build up your audience until like somebody wants to book you and then you have a manager, then you get more shows, for example. Mm. But if you want to start, you know, showcasing yourself, play music, perform in front of an audience, but you don't know where to start, just find similar bands, make friends with them, you know, hop on their shows. Right. That's, right. that's kind of how you do it. That's organic. That's DIY. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, again, like I've, I'm putting out a single tomorrow. It's, it's Friday, right? Yeah. So if I'm putting out a single tomorrow, I know there's like at least 10,000 people also putting out singles all on Friday. You know, what do you, what do you think would be a good way for to circumvent or even, you know, bash through this whole... Okay. It can be simple or hard. Right. Okay. So let's say back in the day, 20, 30 years ago, the label would pretty much do everything for you. Yeah. And um, because um, there are only a few gatekeepers, but they gatekeep every door. Mm. Whenever mm. one door opens, they make sure people get through that door. Yeah. Right. But nowadays, there are so many gates um, and people go through every door they could find. Thus, you need to be able to advertise your door. Mm. How can you do that? How can you reach your audience? How can you find your audience? How can you connect with them? So a lot of artists not really just sell their music, but also their personality. Um, they sell their um, their spiritual spiritual connection. Maybe okay. that's the word. Yeah. So people connect on a on a spiritual level sometimes. So maybe it's about what they believe in, what they do, what are their hobbies. Um, people like to see funny people, you know, people who are entertaining, make them forget about their horrible lives at work or at school whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah, it just depends on what that artist can do to connect to the audience who are right for them. And um, they need to choose the right media for example if they're good on tiktok they can make short videos which are funny and engaging yeah mm. go tiktok if they um are prettier or you know can take nice photos maybe you know instagram is better right right you know it totally totally depends but then there's also the case of platforms it used to be radio right mm. but then they're streaming 
mm-hmm. um, which Spotify, if you can get get on a, a playlist, for example, then maybe you get heard more. But that also depends on your distributor if they could pitch you onto those playlists. Right, right. But then there are like the community type of radio stations. They could be online radio or they could be um, a music streaming platform for certain genres like okay. fungi. Um, we started with with indie and we're still very much still indie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But indie is not a genre. It's just nobody listens to watch that that much right okay right. <laughs> um this current edition of the asean festival uh, 23 so you've got i mean you mentioned you had 50 names so far uh is, is, is there going to be more and, and how do you how do you pick who appears and who doesn't appear i mean you guys are the, the gatekeepers now for, for this one <laughs> yeah people will hate us if they want to be there but won't get in the slot okay the first thing is because we need to educate people about what a showcase festival is what benefit mm. they're going to get by meeting with delegates we start with the ones who are easiest to educate so okay friends right is, uh, is the first level right um so we we all work in the music industry thus we know the labels the artists and we know who are ready for this kind of you know exposure or investment then we'll approach them talk to them okay and then prep them for the event and um, while at the event we'll introduce them to you know delegates um, festival owners or curators who would fit um, their kind of work. So that's pretty much how we do that, but we do it on a country representative level, meaning okay. that each of our co-founders would recruit bands from their own countries. So they know they're seen the best. They know uh, who okay, are upcoming, okay. upcoming and um, are ready to invest in themselves to come. Right. But for other countries, um, it also comes through the network of friends. So if they want to propose their artists or if they uh, work um, in festivals or work with the government, for example, like (laughs) Taiwan and South Korea, um, Mm. a few of them would get government grants to export musicians. So they come to us like, hey, have you got slots for us, for example? And um, also they would bear the responsibility of educating their artists about the you know investing in coming to to showcase and um yeah and because we're we're not paid to do this thus we can only do this in our spare time so if we do make money more money you know we'll do open (laughs) call yeah (laughs) well you know uh in terms of that i I noticed I'm, i'm just looking at your your list here Everything seems to be so multi-genre. How is the showcase going to to work? So we'll be having two outdoor stages and two indoor stages this year. Okay. The outdoor can fit probably fifteen hundred. Okay. And um, the indoors are like uh one hundred fifty each. Um, and we would program artists starting from like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and um, every artist would get a slot uh, of one hour. Oh, okay. So within that. 60 minutes they need to set up sound check perform 
tear down, get the hell out, <laughs> right. change over. Right. Um, it's in the same style as South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. We cannot have every band, you know, have their own one hour sound check. Definitely not. Okay. And um, it would increase the, you know, the cost too much. Yeah. So, yeah, they have to be really efficient, really professional, really fast to do that. And maybe they could perform for like 30 minutes. But anyway, um, they need to be really punctual because um, the delegates who are the talent buyers would look at the time, you know, the time schedule. They would hop on to see like this band for a few songs, hop to the next one, hop right, to the next one. Right, right, Okay. So there are two distinct audiences at the event. Mm -hmm. One is the delegates who are, you know, festival owners, curators, bookers, mm -hmm. and they're the ones who would give business to the artists. And then there's the fans, but more likely they would be music adventurers, I guess, because they might not know the artists that we present at all. So hopefully they are there to discover new music. And then actually the third type of audience are actually the artists themselves. So we encourage the artists to go see other artists. Right. And the reason, the reason is in order to break into a different market, a different country, sometimes you do need collaborations. Mm. And the best way to know which artists you want to collaborate with is to watch them yeah. and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we have one hour slots um, on four stages running pretty much at the same time, but okay. we try to stagger them a little bit. And the way I curate bands uh, or design a lineup mm. is I use my imagination a lot. So like, hmm, this band seems to be great at sunset. This band should be indoors. <laughs> okay. This band should be kind of dark. Oh, this band is great during the daylight. And um, well, I do have to look at their stats a little bit, of course. Mm. Like, oh, they got lots of fans, maybe outdoors. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also the flow, I would like to see, you know, uh, if you stay at one stage, you can enjoy the whole show if you want to. Mm. And um, that's also from how my company curates and curates festivals. So we we look at these bands and we try to feel like, okay, they fit like which slot and they flow into the other band like seamlessly. That's kind of how I do it. Don't know if people will like it or not but hopefully you guys come and enjoy. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, what, what would you say is like biggest uh, challenge you've faced so far in organizing this one? Everything's a challenge. I don't know where to start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but oh, financials, definitely one of the biggest. Right. Because like being a festival that features non-mainstream, non-famous bands, that's going to be hard to get money already. Mm, okay, um, okay. And of course, um, a big chunk of the money is to fly in the delegates. So um, our goal is to help export um, these bands, right? They paid their flights and their hotels with their own money just to get there to perform in front of these delegates. We want to bring the best delegates who would potentially book them in the mm. future but the thing is not every band is going to be a winner not every artist would get booked so there are going to be winners and losers or there's going to be successful ones and non-successful ones 
honestly, it is the the path of being a successful musician. You don't really burst out famous one day. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. You need to bust your balls until it bursts somewhere. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So you have a very interesting uh, ticketing system for this festival. <laughs> the pay costs you want. Uh, system. How does that work, and what what do you hope? I mean, your 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 base level entry level is zero, right? And then the next one is fifteen bucks, and then thirty, fifty, one hundred, two hundred, uh, and and those are tax deductible uh, above above a hundred, right? So how does that how does that work for you guys? Like I mean, why? How? <laughs> okay. First of all, it's um the limit limitations of the venue itself. Okay, okay. So it's really, really hard to block down you know, all the entrances and exits. And all, there's also businesses in there, offices in there that people need to get into. Mm. So we don't want to prevent them from their work or them making money. Right. So we figured, okay, let's um make it a, as a free event, encourage people to come discover music. So we don't want to put a barrier to music, especially um, music that people don't know about. This is hard. So that's the thing. Like, um, same for when I started Fungi. Um, in order to compete with all these big streaming you know, platforms, and we're providing music that nobody wants to listen to. So if you put a price on it, it's like, eh, nah, I'll pay and then listen to like somebody else's, you know. Yeah. So we want we want to encourage people to just come in, just discover. But um, I probably probably you've heard of like pay as you want kind mm. of thing, right? So people come see your show, they pay how much they, they want to pay. But I I came up with this copy, pay because you want, because I we want you to come and pay because you want to support the artists, support what we do. Right, right. And um, the donation system is also, well, because we can't block all the entrances, so we have to make it free. Thus, the only way to get money is via donations. So that's the that's just the quick backstory. However, mm -hmm. we are lucky to get like foundation to, to be our partner. So people who donate more than $100 can get, you know, tax uh, refund oh, right? okay. or tax reduction. We okay. do encourage like people to give us as much money as they could because <laughs> <laughs> we do need it. <laughs> I mean, okay. So what are you, what are you, I'm going to put you on the spot. What are your expectations? We don't want to say how much we expected, but okay. uh, the average, the average payment you know the whole chunk of money divided by everybody who got a ticket is like Neh. right so most people got free tickets yes so you guys listening in right now um you know cheapest one way that you have to pay um it's about 18 dollars that includes your processing fee so 18 bucks 18 bucks is it's okay for you know it's gonna it's be like one coffee it's one coffee <laughs> <And> two <laughs> fancy coffees with the, yeah. with the cream on top, yeah. With the whipped cream on top. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know if there are any music geeks out there, but if you know JHS, you, if you watch Josh, right. yeah, one pedal is one copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In terms of this, right? I mean, so you've got this thing going. Um, it's going to be October the 28th and 29th uh, at Goodman Arts Center. You know, do you have anything you want to say to these potential 
uh, showcase uh, goers or festival goers? How are you going to get them to come see the shows? I can't make people come because like if they don't want to, I can't make them come. But right. I want them to come because they want to support the artists. They want to support what we're doing. So here's the thing for me. I've been doing my uh, evangelist thing for Thailand for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. um, I've been trying to export Thai music uh, by going to all these conferences, talking to all these people like, hey, Thai music is great, you know, come yeah. listen. And then eventually they started listening. I brought them over. They love the bands. They bring them elsewhere. But shouting from just Thailand is just too soft. Right. So that's one of the reasons why um, I got my friends from all over Southeast Asia to come help shout with me. And when we shout together, we become louder and our music would be heard far and wide. Mm -hmm. But, you know, musicians cannot, you know, break into the scene or break into the global market without support. Mm. And the best support that they could get is locally. So if you want your music music to, to get heard, if you want your musicians to have a real career, especially an international one. Um, I do want to invite all of you to come see musicians, see artists, listen to music that you might not have ever heard of before, but they could be your next favorite band. Mm. I don't know. But even if you don't like them, well, they're already happy that you're there, honestly. Right. And we also have food and beer. So just come over and have some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the important part for, for Singapore for Singapore crowd. Make sure the makan is there yeah. for them. <laughs> uh, remember, mark the dates, October 28th and 29th. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, it starts from 3 p.m. Maybe even earlier. Um, I right, think I okay, spotted okay. the first one like 2.40 or 2.20. Oh, right. Okay, so yeah. so go. So here's what you guys should do. You go, go there at about lunchtime. Yeah, have some lunch. Have some lunch, have a few drinks, then go for the first gig. And then from then all the way through until 10.30 or 10.30. Yeah, 10.30. That's our curfew. That's your curfew. Okay, so you're going to pull yeah. the power off. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Or the government will. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two two gigs in Singapore already. Um, yep. Are you planning, you know, what next editions and all that kind of stuff? Will that be... Will they still be in Singapore? Will they be going around the, the other countries? Well, first of all, we want to make it sustainable. And okay, um, okay. we do thank the Singaporean government a lot as they have been the most generous um, in supporting us uh, regarding like government grants and fundings. So mm. we thought like, um, well, after COVID is going away, uh, the first one we should do is in Singapore. And right. they promised to, to support us again this year. So the second one is still in Singapore. Right, but, right. Um, hopefully, I'd love to see this as you know a touring kind of festival, that oh, every country cool. would be able to to get to host it, so we can bring you know artists from everywhere to see their hometowns, to see their home turf, play in their you know home bars and gigs, mm, and mm. Um, it would also educate all these regional bands that hey. There's this also other cool scene that you might never heard of or you might never even thought of going to. Um, it might be in Singapore every year, but maybe we'll have like satellite events everywhere as well. 
That's oh, right, right, right. That's the dream. The dream. That'll be cool. That'll be that'll be cool. But you know, to have like all these little tiny little pop up, so called pop up uh, festivals, right? Yeah. That can just be at any small spot anywhere else. Well, we try to be big. You know, do like fifty bands, so not too small. <laughs> not too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for for taking time out to to talk, man. And I'm so happy to to do this. We we'll hope to see you at the festival. Yes. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, and check out all the gigs. So all you guys, this ASEAN Festival 2023, um, over at the Goodman Art Center, October 20th and 29th. Uh, can book your tickets now. <laughs> Again, depending on what kind of ticket you want to book, you know, uh, $15, $30, $50, $100, 200 and Oh, do like Dr. Evil, like a bajillion dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep, uh, get online. Um, the website is ASEANfestival.com. ASEAN with, ASEAN an, with X. an X. That's right. That's right. Get on there and then uh, check it all out. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. Have a great day. Yes, you too. You too. Thank you. <sighs> wow. Okay. So, what, what, what do you think, Kev? Well, I think, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, as we have, you know, uh, along the way, uh, through to the you know time that we spent talking to various people here, I mean one issue, mm. I mean one main issue that we've always talked about is exporting, right? Uh, exporting yes. Singapore music, and so obviously, uh, so-called uh, lowest kind of hanging fruit is is our region around us, right? Southeast Asia. So this these kinds of festivals, right, are, are perfect. Right for our bands and artists to kind of get to know uh, other people, right? So that they have a chance yeah, to, uh, first to go, go overseas. Uh. Essentially within the region. Uh, I think I think is is a and I, I don't know for whatever reason, this is something we've been talking about for decades already. That mm-hmm. you know you kind of need to build uh, engineer a kind of a Southeast Asian circuit. Right for bands. Yes. Right. Yes. Similar to That's what right. like yeah. what happens in Europe or in, in yes. America or in Australia, right? There's already a ready-made circuit, right? So they wanna mm. oh, they wanna mm. go on tour. There are all these places. People have been doing it for for decades. So yep. you have to yep. reinvent the wheel. Unfortunately, we, we have to reinvent the wheel here. <laughs> we have to invent well, it. Yeah, invent it to begin we with. We have to yeah. invent it first, yeah. So I mean, I we, think that is still a priority. So I think this is a good step. Uh, yeah. At least in that direction, to at least you know put it in in at least the minds of, if if not the audience, then at least the bands and artists think, oh wow, there's a, you know, I can go yeah, and perform I, yeah, here I can, and I can perform exactly. there. Yeah, I can go to KL, I can go to Bangkok or, you know, Vietnam or whatever, and do yeah. a show there. Correct, correct, yeah. because they are they are vibrant, you know, scenes, mm. in the yeah, in yeah. the scenes, in the scenes, yeah, yeah, so totally. And you know they're all easily available in terms of travel and accommodation and all that. So, mm, that's right. True, that's so true. it's a no-brainer lah to me. It's like it's something yeah. that needs to be built up lah. Right? Yeah, and it's something. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, he he kind of mentioned the uh, <laughs> it's like comparison with the music matters kind of thing. Yeah. As well, which yeah, I, I thought, which mm, I thought was quite interesting mm, because. No. I mean, in a way, I mean, if you're talking about this kind of, if you know, if you want, if you want to do a circuit, the first thing that you need is is a network. And if all the people from across the region are coming here, right, for this particular festival, 
I mean, this is your your, your first contact, right? Your, your shoe in to give out, yeah. you know, exchange numbers, get on a WhatsApp group chat or a Telegram or whatever it is, and then, you know, just lock it in. Because I'm sure, like, even the bands and their management or, or their minders or whoever is coming down, the delegates who are coming down, they already know, let's say, venues in their particular city. So if you're coming, if, if you're from, from KL, you know, yeah. as a pers- as a person who's like trying to move the scene in KL, you will kind of probably know. Okay, you know, there's this club here that like I mean, I say the Black Tie Club is good for jazz. So if you're any jazzy musician from Singapore, let's yeah. arrange something. We just yeah, do yeah. a thing, and then they call yeah. the person in 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 Thailand or, yeah. or in Cambodia or, yeah. or Vietnam or whatever, and then yeah. just do a whole thing, and then you know, and because the 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 thing that you mentioned also about the cost and stuff like. Because it, these countries are kind of close by, it makes yeah. it even yeah, yeah. Uh, less less of an issue, I suppose. Because Especially you for, don't have for to... us. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right? the reverse may be a problem. <laughs> I think for them to come the, here, the, the, river, the reverse may be a problem, but, but for, I mean, like, for, 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 for I mean, you know, in, in a way, in a sense that, like, you say you want to go from place to place, you don't actually have to spend... Uh, yeah. too much yeah. time in one particular place. Yeah. That, because the, the two biggest cost factors when going on tour is time spent in that country, your yeah. accommodation costs uh, through the roof, yep. your going, I mean, the going there travel. costs really, let, yep. let's, let, yeah, let, let's not even, you know, the travel cost is really like quite a lot, yeah. you know. Um, but also your accommodation, if you have a yeah. band and you don't want to squeeze five people into a room, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> your five rooms yeah. are going to cost you yeah. a lot per night. Correct. So, you know, doing a circuit like this means you yeah. maybe need only to spend Correct. one night per yeah. city and you can, I mean, that, that yeah. is kind of manageable in terms of the time, lah, yeah. provided you get a good deal with, with you know, your travel or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it is it is workable and it's, you know, it's within grasp. Lah. Yeah. The, even, no matter which country it you is, come it from, is, I think it is, it is within yeah. grasp if you, if you can play the, yeah. and, 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 play you the know, cards right. And even from an audience kind of perspective, right? Uh, that's where mm-hmm. the various, and I think uh, STB is involved in this, right? For the yeah. this festival, I, I right? So yeah, yeah, because it makes sense from their perspective, and even from the perspective of the different countries, uh, whoever's in charge of their tourism, ah, right? the tourism, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I've always said, right? I mean, you know, this is what you do: you build up your music scenes. Right, so then you can say, oh, you know, uh, like you know, I talk about New York scenes or or, mm, or, or mm. Seattle and all the sort of thing, right? People will go there, yeah, yeah, right, just to catch yeah. the bands and and whatever, right? So you know, yeah. that's what you need to do, right? You talk about KL scene or Singapore scene or Jakarta mm. scene or Bangkok or whatever, right? And yeah. it's, it's a bit of a no brainer as well, of course, it requires some work and some money, but you know, it's tourism dollars. And, that, of course, yeah, exactly. Right, so yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, maybe let's just give a quick uh run through of what what you think of the acts that are come that are going to be playing. Right. I mean, there are fifty names, which right. will take us too long to too long <laughs> too long to go through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, um, okay. I mean, in, I mean, to be honest, lah, just to be, I really apart from the obviously the Singapore artists like Shy and Inch. Um, yeah. Don't really, not that up to date, really with some of these regional artists. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I would have to say based on my previous experience, 
is that usually the quality of the indie artists uh, from the region is usually very high. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, that's just a given, yeah. uh, right? So yeah, your your yeah. Indo, your Thai, Filipinos, right? They mm. are really good. <laughs> mm, mm. Right. So whatever genre yeah. la, I I would, yeah. I would say la, whatever genre, especially indie la, I find right. You 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 watch these, mm. uh, you watch these uh, regional artists. They are usually of a top notch quality yeah. La. yeah. So if you guys are interested, uh, Ajan Festival A X E A N Festival dot com. That's a website where you can go, and book your tickets. And again, it's a pay cost you want. So. You know, if you're feeling generous, go ahead. Because yeah. I believe that they are paying these bands as well. Yeah. Um, and isn't, and, there, and isn't as... there a charitable aspect to it as well? I mean, I, I think according to the press releases, I think if it's, if you are pay, if you pay more than $100, you, oh, yes. you, you can get a tax deduction. You get tax, uh, yeah. 250% yeah. tax deduction for donations over $100 through, right, right. through Charity Partner Foundation Music Foundation? Is that something so familiar? Um, Wait, yeah, sorry. The, that foundation thing you're talking about is the Foundation for Arts and Social Science, FASC. Mm. That was um, started, if I'm not wrong, right, by um, Michael... Michael T? If I'm not wrong. Oh. You know, this will help whoever's the yeah. organizers and, and Correct, pay yeah. more. Yeah, I guess because it's not yeah. cheap. Like I said, right? You know, you want to bring a band from. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that costs money. Where they're gonna stay? You know, that kind of. Um, please, please. Uh, yeah, please. Everyone, yeah. go down and I mean, even if you, even if you, you can only, if, if, if any of, of these acts, uh, you know, pique your interest, just go down and take a look, lah. Because, yeah. like what, like what the uh, pair was saying also, you know, um, you know, sometimes you go and then you realize. Or you uncover something that you never, you know, ordinarily would not have, and then it really piques your interest, and then you become a fan and you get interested. So I, you know, go down again to Axian A X E A N. I'm I'm using both pronunciations in this whole podcast. A X E A N Festival dot com. That'll be the website. You yeah. can put your tickets there and, and get more information on all the acts that are coming down. Mm. Yeah, and don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast, share this podcast with all your friends. Again, our KPI is 10,000 by the end of this FY. Mm. So we have to really like, you know, push on. And the second half has started. We need to win the game. Uh, yeah, so if you, if you can, just uh, subscribe, like, share this with all your friends. Tell everybody about the Lancy Rock Podcast because, you know, Singapore has a very good bunch of music acts that we always like to feature and yep. you know, we think that people should know about so tell everybody about this yep totally anything else to add nope that's basically it okay for today <laughs> <laughs> okay yep and cheers and we'll see you next time yep see ya on Land City Rocker yeah. bye ciao